0: The pulse of the city. The capital letter on News Talk ZB. Time to talk a capital letter with Georgina Campbell. She is New Zealand Herald's Wellington Issues reporter. Good morning, George.
1: Good morning, Nick. Bus
0: drivers, gosh, have you <laughs> caught the bus lately, George? Or if you missed the bus? Are you Are going to argue and moat about the buses that you so heavily promote all the time?
1: Do you know, I will admit, I have been using my colleague's car park while he is away because I just can't face the buses.
0: Whose <laughs> <laughs> car park are you borrowed? I'm going to find that out after off air. You can't face sitting there and seeing the notice coming up. Your bus ain't coming.
1: <laughs> Look, the buses are continue to be a problem and I wanted to look into this and it turns out the region is about 100 drivers short it's estimated at least 300 new drivers are going to be needed in the next 10 years to plug the current shortfall and meet growing patronage projections so this means it's just going to get even worse if we can't find more bus drivers and I uh, was particularly interested in this one figure so NZ Bus has lost 25 drivers over the course of four months, leaving it 60 drivers short as of September. And guess which route uh, NZ Bus is contracted to run? My route, the number two bus. So for anyone living out in the east, if you feel like you have more cancellations than other people around the city, that's why.
0: And that's before they put the the, the traffic lights up to slow the bus routes down.
1: Do you know, I was driving along Cobham Drive this morning where that crossing is being built and I thought, wow, this is taking a really long time to build one crossing. It doesn't give you much hope for light rail, does it? It
0: looks like there's a major construction going on there too, doesn't yeah, it? looks it's, like it's a big job.
1: It's massive, you know, like they close one lane presumably after the peak hour rush and you know, there's loads of orange road cones and all the rest of it, so it's all happening.
0: Now I want to talk fluoride, George, because really this has been your boner contention. Since I started in this job you you've been writing about it they they let us down they didn't tell us when they weren't putting fluoride in the water there was major problems with it i thought it was going to take longer but you've informed me before we went to air that the timing is right but they have put it right
1: yes and i know that you have told your listeners about this um but i really wanted to highlight the fact that fluoride has been returned to wellington's drinking water because we We have criticised Wellington Water rightfully, but a lot over this. So I just wanted to give credit where credit's due. Wellington Water said they would return fluoride to the drinking water. They've done it. Um, Chief Executive Colin Crampton says testing has gone well and fluoridation was within the Ministry of Health's target range for most of September. So thank goodness we can put that one to bed.
0: I like the way you slipped in we.
1: Yeah, uh, probably I've I like been the most critical, but I think you and I have have. Well, I've been reading been your concerned. articles.
0: <laughs> Where have I got it from? I didn't actually just make it
1: up. <laughs> oh, great to know that I can have a little bit of influence over your opinion.
0: Complete influence. <laughs> I've been reading your stuff. I swear I I wouldn't have got it from anywhere else. Let's talk a little bit about uh, light rail uh, because it's emerged that sea level rise was the main reason light rail wasn't considered for the Wellington Airport and the Let's Get Wellington Moving. Is this concerning?
1: Uh, no, I, th- I think it's the right decision. It might be concerning if you um, live in these suburbs like Kilburni, Rongatai and Miramar. Um, you know, briefings uh, released under the OIA showed that there were concerns that parts of these suburbs were only two metres above sea level. And the big thing about light rail is that it's going to unlock all of these development opportunities for housing. So do you really want to build, you know, the transport infrastructure and the housing infrastructure in, you know, areas that are um, prone to sea level rise? So I think it was interesting to actually just confirm how important this consideration Um, was in that decision making because you know up until a couple of years ago Let's Get Running to Moving has always been about light rail or mass rapid transit you know from the city to the airport and then all of a sudden it changed.
0: Final thoughts. Now I know you've got a month off coming up next week so you're not (laughs) going to be here for the first month of the consequences uh, of what happens in the election time. You'll be laughing from wherever you are. Uh, Latest thing that's going to I thought was a bit of a cheap shot, was the Gestapo thing about Paul Eagle. Did that that have to come out?
1: Um, I think there's sort of been a lot of um, gotcha moments in in this campaign and probably less reporting about actual policy. Um, But I also think that the candidates haven't articulated their vision for Wellington um, as, as well as they should have. I think... The main thing about this election is that it's just so tight. We don't know who's going to win. And actually, the thing that I've been hearing is that a lot of people have been voting for Ray Chung for the mural sheet So I, it's going to be fascinating to see just how that translates on, on Saturday.
0: And we spoke, I'm pretty sure that we spoke about that after the, the Mural um, debate here on the show. And I think, um, don't have a yell at me if I've got this wrong, but someone commented that Ray Chung could put Andy in
1: if people put Ray Chung as their first preference and Andy Foster as their second preference and you know Ray Ray Chung sort of um comes out in whatever iteration and all of those preferences then go to Andy then yes, that is a a clear path for him to
0: win. And the other thing is that a lot of people that I know believe that Ray Chung has run for the mayoralty to guarantee he's tried a couple of times to get, I think he's been on council before, or maybe I've got that wrong, but I know that he's tried before and missed out, so he would thought by doing that would give him enough support to get on the council. Do you think that will happen?
1: I, by the sounds of things, I think he will get on the council, especially because Andy is running or nothing, and um, Simon Wolfe is uh, bowing out. So that, that creates, um, yeah, Name real, recognition. real movement in, in that ward this time around. Yeah,
0: which will be it. He'll end up being the big winner out of the whole thing, really, won't he? Or whoever becomes mayor and him. Because if he gets on council, uh, he job done for him. He's got, he's got where he wanted to get to.
1: Yeah, and a lot of candidates do do this. They run in the ward and for the mayoralty to give them that profile and give them more of a boost to ensure that they will get in as a councillor.
0: Firstly, have you voted?
1: I am voting tomorrow. I'm going to cast a special vote. Okay. Adam, have you voted?
0: Not yet, no. Are you going to drop in box? Okay, all right. Have you changed your mind on who you think's going to win? I'm not asking you, but have you changed? Has that anything changed? Do you? No,
1: I, I honestly, I don't know. I, cou- I honestly couldn't call
0: it. But ask, people ask me, I say, I have got no idea. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me if all three, any one of the three got through. George, always a pleasure. Have a great holiday. Thank you so much for all the effort you do for both The Herald and our show. Thank you. you.
1: I'll see you in a month. Yeah,
0: lucky you. Appreciate (laughs) you.